This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, ladies. this week's intro yes i was gonna go into a whole uh val venus-esque sexual innuendo and i thought maybe now is not the right time to do (laughs) things maybe Maybe not maybe i don't want to get canceled before i get around what was last week's theme uh, I feel like it was another former Intercontinental Champion. Wait, what? Uh, I don't know. I think I did the Big Boss Man. Nah, he was never IC Champ. Was no, he? No, but was I did he? his music last week. Was he IC Champ? I don't know. He... I don't know. You know, we should probably know that before you start trying to make us look foolish. Yeah. As if. As if we don't have a hard enough time. You yeah, know? we should we should let we should let our listeners get a little bit further into the podcast before their theory that we are complete fools is confirmed. Yeah, we gotta we can't make it easy, you know. It's like right. let's let's be let's be smart about this for never, you know. Yeah, it's never <laughs> it's never gonna happen. But as you did not say, I am and still. The basement champion, and I think this is the longest run I've ever been on. I have to say honestly, I'm pretty sure. Well, um, you, Rich, before you stroke yourself so early in the podcast, you got to remember something because right now you're acting all confident, and I, I I I agree that you should, you know, because you deserve it, because you won. You're the you're the most winning. It's a Bookiverse guy, winner, in uh, recent memory, you know? In 2020, I think. Yeah, so this is your year. But wow. What, you're, what a year to own, huh? What you're neglecting is the simple fact that you have to once again defend your championship. Right, I'm like Bailey right now. You I have, gotta defend my title two weeks in a row. Well, it's the... Tag team championships, at least. She doesn't have to worry about her SmackDown championship. Right, but it's still her championship. Yeah, but she doesn't care as much about those as she does the uh, SmackDown Women Championship on her historic uh, run right now. Right, but without it, she is not Bailey Dostraps. Yeah, but at least she won't be Sasha Nobelts. Right. Uh, um, but real Great quick, work with this that storyline, by the way, that I, they're doing. Yeah. Once again, you try to distract me from what what's really happening is that only once before has a basement champion defended his championship 
in consecutive weeks. And that was me. I believe it was like uh, there was a Saudi show or something. Mm-hmm. And then there was another show before that or after it. I don't remember. True. But it was short notice. I think it was um, around Survivor Series. Maybe. Maybe because we were trying to call it the world's greatest Survivor Series or something. I don't remember. Maybe. But it, it's not It's not good for us to try to remember things. Like we no. can't even remember our lives. That's why I hope when uh, Elon Musk's neural link becomes as common as a smartphone and uh, all the bugs are out and uh, they took care of the people turning into serial murderers problem, Mm. you know. I've been talking for years about being able to to expand your your memory with like 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 an SD card reader. Like you just I, pop an SD card into your brain. Real quick though, Rich, do you sometimes move your mouth away from the microphone? No, because it's some, my headset. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, because sometimes. Hold on, let me, hold on. Let me mute and move it closer. Because sometimes. That's weird. All right, hold on. I'm holding. All right, it's close to my mouth now. All right, because sometimes you're talking and it's like you left. Like, it's I don't weird. know what it is, but I'm just telling you what's happening on my side. Mm-hmm. But, again, you, I think you just tried to distract me. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. I respect that. Um, okay, but, yeah. So, no pressure, man. You know, you have an opportunity to tie me yep. in uh, making history. It's a history-making year. Yeah, the first ever Italian-American, uh, you know, basement champ. That's something. Right. Uh, the the first ever uh, basement champ under five seven. Yes. You know, first ever. Uh, first ever basement champ to uh, be losing their hair. First ever. Is Farron, is Farron taller than you? No. Okay, but she's five seven. I don't know. I was just I I forgot that she was the first ever female uh, basement champ. Right. She's also the first non Booker. Basement champ. Yeah, but see, I'm trying to help you out, but I appreciate you putting my wife over. But, yeah, I just, don't, uh, I just don't want you to forget that she won the title from you. I would never forget. I could never forget that. The Groom Slayer. I will never. I never forget any time I lose. You know that, right? Right, and also she would never, ever, ever let you forget at anything. I don't <laughs> forget at anything. Many numerous games of. Sorry, which is a hate crime. Sorry is a hate crime game. <laughs> it's 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 racist. All these colors going at each other. But anyway, uh, here we are at the. Uh, before we go to payback, it's like let's not make SummerSlam an afterthought, and we can't even get in to the deliciousness that SummerSlam because people have, and this is a throwback. They have to eat their vegetables. That's right. Rich, and you are the proverbial uh, vegetable server Sorry. to this Thankfully, podcast. There's not a lot of vegetables this week, but there's one big, giant... Somebody even say you're a chaser, you know? Right, but it's before, though, so it's more like the, it's like the salt before the tequila. The afterbirth, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> can't even so um this first only two bits of news this week at the moment unless something else comes up while we're chatting but 
I don't know if you read about this. During Raw, one of the fans in the Thunderdome uh, decided to sport KKK attire. Oh, yeah. An asshole. Yeah. Uh, sorry for my language, people. But... No. That is pretty tame compared to how this person should be discussed. It, that wasn't even like... Like it, worse. Like I saw was, it. Like did you hold on, hold about... on. Yeah, I'm getting to it. So, oh, so but he was, he was wearing the robe with the cross or the fake cross, or whatever it is, and the hood. His face was showing, so we know what the asshole looks like if we see him on the street. So, right there, he's showing just how smart he is. Another guy showed a picture of Chris Benoit, which you know I don't find offensive. W that that person was just trying to be controversial. You're doing KKK attire. That's beyond controversy. That's assholedom. Another guy decided to show video or an image from some viral execution video. WWE released a statement uh, saying that the alleged guilty parties – I'm throwing in the word alleged here um, – they're banned from future events and, quote, any inappropriate actions result in the removal of – the re result in the removal from the live stream. But they're obviously not policing these live. So those words are pretty hollow until they can get on top of this. I thought they could, like, sue people and stuff. <sighs> they can I don't I'm not positive about that. I think it's more of don't be a dick on on TV. Yeah, like but, if, yeah. if with real people in the arena, there's only so much they can do. They can have security go up to them, say, "Listen, you're wearing an AEW shirt. They don't want you wearing an AEW shirt. Put this on instead, or leave." It's just a sign of the times, man. We live in a troll culture. You know, it's just the way it is. You know, people who live unfulfilling lies that you know they're probably gonna die you know friendless alone no one's ever gonna remember them so they have to do things that are outrageously offensive and uh, in a in an era where everything is like everyone's easily offended so why right. not do the most offensive thing it's like right. oh dude did you see what i did dude Mm -hmm. I traumatized some kids. I'm so cool. Yeah, this is pure speculation. Yeah, they even saw, you know? yeah exactly. Like, like, like I, I barely saw live, anything. I, exactly, I didn't see anything either. I, I had to see screenshots on, online, but like I, I couldn't tell if it, if like the person that was showing the video, the, the execution video, I couldn't make it out. I, I had no idea. In a screenshot, just a still image, I couldn't tell what I was looking at. Did Did you see the um? The Caddy Omega? <laughs> I did. That's I wonder funny. if that was him. It nah, probably so. wasn't, but I don't think so. Really, why not? Like they don't let people off for having like. Well, they could because well, I don't know. Unless he I mean, was all sneaky and changed it like after, you know, because they. Well, he's not going to. Well, I mean, it's not. He's not showing AEW merchandise. He's not wearing an AEW shirt. But I'm sure and they he sure know didn't who sign he is. up using the name Kenny Omega. Yeah, but. He's not like it's not like he's like not like a remarkable person that you can't tell it's him. True. Because I don't know if you noticed, well you don't because you've never tried to sign on. But like there's like a quick camera test 
so they could see like if the back like if your background's like suitable because you mm-hmm. can't have like you know stuff like in your background that's like you know third party or whatever things that they could get sued over or something or things right. that like people could use their shit. like all like all your marvel stuff that you have in the background and everything yeah and i'm like well I guess it's okay that I wasn't even late, and they're like, you're too late. And it's like, okay, I guess I got to click on, like, by the second, and it's like, whatever. And it's like, it it, it didn't bother me too much afterwards, because it's like, oh, I could do other stuff. Like, there's times where there'll be a match, and I'm fortunate to, like, wear my, like, tiny little uh, residence that, like, I have my computer in a position where I could put the pay-per-view on there. And I could just, like, try to do quests in Fortnite that I don't care about mm-hmm. while I watch crap, you know? Yeah. Because not, we're not reviewing SummerSlam yet because we're still talking about this thing. But it's like they had to expect this to happen. And I'm sure they'll, like, fix things up as the weeks progress. Like, mm-hmm. eventually, like, once – like, this Thunderdome thing, I think it's a one-shot deal. Like, once that's over, they're done at that place. You know, it's over, you know? Yeah, probably. We we don't know. Like Florida's opening back up. AEW Dynamite had um had fans this week. Yeah, I saw. It was it it felt good to me. Like I felt it, it was interesting. Like I yeah, because, I, I like, never thought I cared. Like they like they weren't that loud because it was only 10%. But it's real. And you don't have that with WWE right now. Yeah. Like, a lot and, of it is, uh, you know, basically like canned laughter. And you know how I feel about canned laughter. It's like, yeah, I, I read something that says that uh, the people that get on the Thunderbo- Thunderdome, they're also directed. Yeah, they I have saw a fan that. coordinator. I think Ryan Satin posted about it. Yeah. So they're told to cheer or to boo or whatever. Now, you can either do it or not do it, but... You know the sort of coaching suggestion is hanging there that if you don't do it, we're just gonna cut your feed. Now we'll get someone else. Yeah, because they do reserve that right. It tells you in the fine print that they like if it's like, yeah, you're you're not doing what I want you to do, kid. You yeah, know? yeah. It's it's like like my place of employment. It's at will employment. If they decide, you know what, we don't need you anymore. Thanks for your service. I kind of get it though. Mm-hmm. From I get where they're coming from. If you could engineer responses and go for it, you know. Exactly. So like they're getting reactions out of people, but it's not genuine. Right. And also, and they're supplementing with like 2K19 audio. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. That they do that. It's like they don't have any shame in it either. It's like, well, you know, it's it is what it is, guys. Well, you figure they got that from somewhere. Don't say 2K17. But like they got – like they get the audi- – they had to have just recorded audiences reacting. Yeah. It's probably real people that they just – you know, they, they used from an old house show or something. Yeah, I understand. It's like – it does feel more like it's 2K though. Like yeah. It, it, like I've played those games enough where I know the difference. No mm-hmm. disrespect, but uh, this is my wheelhouse, goddammit. Yeah. Um, Thunderdome. Yeah. So w- one more one more bit of news. Uh, sad news. 
uh, that they announced on SmackDown. But oh. Bullet Bob Armstrong yeah. passed away this week, the age of 80. Um, no cause yet has been input into Wikipedia, so I don't know what it was. But I mean, he like we saw him. There was a Instagram or or Twitter post recent. I feel like a couple of weeks ago, maybe. Within the last two months, like he showed up at like uh, Road Dog's house to work out and lift weights, and he he was in fantastic shape. I mean, that's for a guy his age. You know, I'm you know, still lifting weights. That's he's still active. So, I mean, whatever. You know, condolences to the James family, of course. You know, not to put myself over, but it's not the. the I, we always say, uh, mainly me, because I made it up. But the the match of life is scheduled for one fall. But not mm-hmm. even that. It, it could the fall can happen any time. Yeah. And you you're not going to be able to say goodbye, you know, like mm-hmm. unless it's like a oh my, my deathbed, oh my god, I, I lived, and you know that kind of thing. But it's like mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, and 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 I mean that ties in. It's not wrestling related, but Chadwick Boseman, man. Yeah, the guy who played the. Black Panther, and like he had it while he was filming all these movies, and yeah. I don't, I'm not one of those people that as soon as uh, someone like a celebrity passes away, I go and like sing their praises in a post. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't. That's just not my style. Like I've done right. it before. Like, if it's, like, a real impact, like, somebody who, like, really had, like, a big, like, impact on my life, like, uh, like early on when that stuff was happening, like, you know, like, Stan Lee and stuff, but it's, like, that's just not my style. But the most, that the, the thing that really got me was, like, you didn't know that the dude had colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, and he would, like, go to hospitals and, like, see all these sick kids, and he never once said that he, like, no one knew. Right. He's not one of these star whores who's, like, everything's about them and their struggle, and here we go, you know? Like, you didn't hear shit from him, and that's why I was like, damn, you know? But, yeah, I, I, saw, I saw a panel or something that he was on, uh, I guess, to promote, yeah, to promote Black Panther, and... Uh, he was talking about going going to these hospitals and visiting these sick kids and like their parents saying, "Oh, my kid's holding on because he want he really wants to see the movie. It's going to have an impact on him. He's he's waiting for that. Like he want he wants to, like these kids want to live just long enough for the Black Panther movie to come out." And he got all emotional about it. I guess probably because at that point he already knew he had colon cancer. I think I read online he he was diagnosed in like uh, 2016 or so as being stage three. Yeah, and he he just developed stage four like, um, within the last year or so. And this, like, I'm sorry that it happened, but it also like hammers in the point I made about Titus O'Neil. Mm-hmm. The whole he never made anything about him, at yeah. least not in public. I can't mm-hmm. speak to anybody's private life, but I hate when people make it about them. It's disgusting, and mm-hmm. he's not that dude. Right. It's like wow. It's like a a true genuine good person and it's like you had a feeling but it's like now it's like you know because it's like you don't know know somebody they could just be making shit up but this guy he was like one of those real deal people and i'm not Mm -hmm. one of those people that throw around the word hero and stuff like that it's like 
this guy was a hero to a lot of kids. But, like, if you're an adult and you're like, this is the greatest hero of all times, it's like, listen, let's settle down here. Okay? Hmm. Yeah, ma- like, man. maybe Chad Bozeman wasn't a hero, but he was a, he was a very good dude. He's a great man. But- Sometimes it's enough to be a great man and to be a hero to children. Yeah. That are, like, I he, he probably got emotional because it's like, these kids are fighting cancer like they're little kids like at least for him he got like 40 plus years or whatever of like being healthy mm-hmm. you know and it's like damn yeah he was he was talking about how when he was a kid like he would live moment to moment you know birthday christmas thanksgiving you know the big moments and for the for these young kids knowing that they might not live very long those big moments are all they have so it's like birthday christmas black panther movie Next next birthday. Yeah. So he, he's you know he got all emotional thinking about just how much of an impact that's going to have on these little kids' short lives and well, how himself he's thinking like how many birthdays do I have left you know yeah um and just to show that how different the movie could have been and ev- how much everything could have been different had he not been cast I read online that. It was originally pitched to him that the character T'Challa have a British accent, and he said no because it, it it's not right to ha- because that immediately means that at some point in history Wakanda was colonized. What a brilliant guy! Like I wouldn't yeah. have even picked up on that myself. Well, actually, I would have, but it's like yeah, that's see that's important. People who fight for their characters in like an intelligent way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like that doesn't make sense, right? Because you like, like whether, no one knows whether or not the place is there, exactly. So like whether or not it was in the back of like whoever's idea it was to for the character to have a British accent, whether or not it was their intent, that's oh that's that undertone of I don't want like not necessarily supremacy, but well you guys were there first, but we were also there and had an influence. You know and what? That's, and that doesn't belong there. It's not even that. It's also like every time there's – like most times, they just can't wait to put a British accent on somebody. It's really annoying. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll watch like a, like a show that takes place. It's in Germany. They have mm-hmm. English accents. Yeah, that doesn't work. It's like what are we doing Well, here? it's an English character. Yeah, but it's not. Well, yeah. They're German. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, hey, <laughs> settle down. Then don't do it, okay? I think I think part part of it is us in America. We just think, oh, okay, it's European, and that's it. And another thing, it's like, yeah, it's because like, oh, English people, they're so much better than us. Of course, that's why he, they have to have an English accent because this is a smart person. The, like, the English, the English, that that's the thing. The English accent, just to describe it, it has the sort of feeling of superiority to it yeah. of intellectualism and why is that i don't know it's like this romanticism with like the royal family and we're 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 the, the america is the rebellious son that just can't get over dad like mm-hmm. as a culture uh type of thing mm-hmm. but uh i think we spent the right amount of time on non-wrestling like we talked more about uh, the death of the of uh, Chadwick Boseman than we did even uh, 
a former referee, right? No, no, Bob Armstrong, oh. his dad. Well, his dad, you know. So it's like so, Bullet Bob. Back, right? Yeah, back back when um, Brian James was in TNA, um, him and his dad actually had a match together. And they were billing it as the first time they teamed together. But I don't know if that's true, but um, I got to watch that. And Bullet Bob was good in the ring. He, like, even in his 70s. Like he he could still go. So so I mean that was that was cool for me to see. So I got I got to see a little bit of history. That's the only time I saw Barb Armstrong wrestle. And you too can do it when you go on the internet. The right? uh, Im- impact whatever they call their not WWE network. I bet you could YouTube it. You don't even have Probably. to do that. <laughs> you just... know, if you if you sit on uh Impact's Twitch channel long enough, I'm sure you'll see it. True that. I just can't. I can't with fucking Mike Tanay. The match of life, guys. Oh, Mike Tanay, potato face. Imagine having oh. a potato face. You know, just be <laughs> blessed that you don't have a potato face. No disrespect to our potato face listeners. I'm assuming you all are the best looking potatoes uh, from the potato patch. If that's I wouldn't even mention, but he's such. A, I I don't like his commentating style in the least. It's it's so. Is he the worst? <laughs> worst. He's bad. What if Vince Russo was on commentary? Oh, no. <laughs> Bro, don't even. what a maneuver. <laughs> can't. I can't. Uh, I can't even think about Vince Russo on commentary. I hear you, bro. Oh, so, I mean, that's it for the headlines this week so far. All right. Well, let's, uh, why don't you take us through your, uh, your triumph. Triumph. SummerSlam. So the we had a match on the pre-show, which was uh, MVP and Apollo Cruz. MVP has new music. Did you pick up on that? No. I did. They change the words. Oh, they well, they got rid of the whole Silk the Shaka part. Interesting. Why? I don't know. I, I mean, didn't he have a match on with too? him? I don't know. Maybe maybe that was a CFO's thing also. No. That that was his song from like SmackDown still like back in the day. True, that was, maybe That's maybe the Jim Johnson CFOs. thing. Maybe it was a Jim Johnson thing. It doesn't sound like Jim Johnson's style. You know <laughs> what though? It might just be like a royalties thing. Like what? Whoever did it for him is like, listen, I'm gonna need a little bit more for this. Or it's the usual. It might not be like the case for Keith Lee shitty music we're gonna talk about later. But it might have to do with him wanting something different. Could be. We have no idea. Well, we may find out in an interview eventually. He's had it for years, so it's like yeah, you know. Sure, I forgot. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cruz with the toss power bomb to retain, which I think neither of us had. No, yeah, we both I, had him winning that. I thought MVP would win. Usually, when they ban people from ringside. If they did or – I don't remember if they did or not. Yeah, they were banned. Like the heel finds a way to win. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was the right move. Mm. Like what's what's Apollo really doing with it? I mean so far – I mean he's been defending it a few times. He def- uh, he's, he's defending it against Lashley at uh, Payback I believe. Yeah. All right. I guess. Hey, if if yeah. if the reason 
is to give Lashley the United States Championship, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Because if MVP is really here to put the... I can't even call Lashley younger. I don't know how old Lashley is, but... He's still this, this, got it's, more it's mileage run. left than MVP does. Yeah, he's he's still... Uh, it's his second, second run also. I feel like I'm tripping over my words today for no reason. I think we're um, tripping over each other's words. We're so excited to talk to you about what we think. It's a lot to talk about. Uh, so then was uh, Bailey defending against Asuka inside Cradle. Yeah, uh, with uh, that damn bitch, uh, Sasha. Sasha Banks, fucking my shit up. I'm glad she lost. Mm-hmm. That's what she gets. That's what she gets for fucking with me. It may, it may, maybe, maybe people are going to be like, no, it's because she was scripted to lose. Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> she will forever be Sasha No Title Defense Banks. Okay? Bailey will remind her of that. Yeah, and it's, ooh, I wonder if that'll be kind of funny because, like, well, they did defend. They were able to defend the tag team championship, so that's something. Right, but you you heard Bailey's uh, crack at her backstage, and then later on, she was in their in ring promo, right? She, yeah, she was. She, it didn't look like Sasha caught that because Big E was like, oh, "It's kind of like you, though, right?" Like, no, she it. no, she was standing there dejected. Okay, yeah, I just like Big E's like, like, "That's you, though, right? That's you. Mm-hmm. That's you." They talk about she talked about you. <laughs> oh, Sasha and Bailey are doing their best work right now. I love it. Well, um, it's all going to come to an end soon, so here's hoping. Mm, true. I wonder who's – if either of them will turn face. It's going to be not. Sasha. I don't think she's going to turn face. I, I think you need a clear face for this. Like, no one cares if it's two faces. I mean, two faces of two heels. Like, I don't well, – at least I don't. Because this dot mm. is good. Like, yeah, I see your point, but yeah, they they could they could make it work, but I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Work. Listen, time will tell is the most annoying thing to say on a podcast like this because all we do is guessing. Everything is time will tell. It's a it's a freaking thing that goes without saying, but you just say it. It's annoying. That's right. It's time will tell. <laughs> time will tell. How many times I say that? Yeah. So next up was Street Profits defending against Andrade and Angel Garza. You know what's funny? Like it wasn't until I watched that WWE 24 about WrestleMania that I realized that this is the second time Andrade and freaking Garza are going after the tag team championships against the Street Profits because that was their match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, like, I I don't remember specifically it being WrestleMania, but I remember that they were in the picture before. It's ridiculous. Believe it or not, I remember something. Believe it or not, Rich is it at home, so leave a message (laughs) at the beef. So, yeah, Andrade got caught up checking on Zelina Vega after Ford incidentally knocked her off the apron. All purpose for poisoning her. Listen, him. Right. I think you're allowed to uh, intentionally hurt somebody if they try to kill you. Where are the police? Um, they're too busy 
I don't know. Poisoner. Oh, they're they're busy not taking care of this retribution shit. Right. That's what they're busy doing. Mm -hmm. At least, at least have an angle where Vince is like, "No cops, damn it! No cops." (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. We handle this in house. Right. Wait a yeah. Wait a second. And so retribution. So follow me here. Retribution gets out of hand, as if they're kind of not already. Even though they've kind of scaled it back a bit. Vince goes to Shane saying, give me your the baddest guys you got. I want them on security defending us against Retribution. And you have Raw Underground versus Retribution. Did you just try to like make their a point for Raw Underground? Yeah. That's pretty good, man. Well, we talked about, the, uh, about them eventually, potentially unveiling a title, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I remember. Yeah. Sometimes that I fall, block out traumatic things, but I remember. That, that falls under the who gives a shit category. I yeah, think. it's like, I'll, it's, I'll, I'm more invested in who the 24-7, I-95, 7-11 champion is than I am the freaking, that I would be the Raw Underground Championship. Yep, it's once Brock it, Lesnar comes back, it, that's that's done. Is it Tazawa now? Uh, I think so with Ninja help. Yeah. All right. Next match we had was Mandy and Sonya. Now, I read online that the reason why they changed the match, the stipulation was that um, Sonya's lawyer in this whole stalker thing felt like it wouldn't look good if she suddenly showed up in court bald. Why? It's a clear-cut case that this person broke the law. It's on camera and everything. It doesn't matter what she looks. She's the victim. Right. I don't get it either. It makes zero sense. She's the victim. Like, what's the what's the intended goal here? Right. I don't know. I don't understand why. So I get gypped. It look any different? Out of ball-headed Sonya because this hack lawyer. Ugh. And it was just and like her character was interesting for this entire run. It was the this run that Sonya Deville has had was the most interesting her character has ever been. Well, the doors open because it's WWE. Yeah. It, it may be that she's a little shook, or it might be that she is going to come back sooner than expected because there's an interview with her post match where it's like never call she she's like never call me that again. So, you know, Hmm. she might even, maybe it'll be like a name change or something. Daria Baronado. Maybe. Like, it's possible. It's, you know, like, it doesn't really matter. She uses a real name anyway. I mean, this lunatic was able to find her. Yeah. You know, you're a public person. So, a couple things about that entire, everything that was just said. Um, First of all, she, in the same report that I read about the lawyer, um, said she's taking time off because she has some acting things she wants to do. Good. So that's you know that's great for her. You know, go go test the waters. Her contract's not up, so I guess they're just put, either they're either putting that on hold or, I mean, or the clock is still ticking. She's I don't just know. doing a movie, probably like Cody is doing yeah. that heel show with uh, Stephen mm-hmm. Amell. Oh yeah, the wrestling show. Um, but also apparently it's becoming more common for fans to be able to find out where like superstars addresses it's really not difficult with the 
you know, technology. Like, I watched this documentary once about, like, these internet people that found a murderer. Like, just, like, collaborating and, like, shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, a lot, so a lot of talent, mostly female, but some males also, have gotten, like, really nervous about the whole thing. So some of them are, like, either applying for gun licenses or getting or upgrading their security. Now, the site that I read, they have a comment section. Interesting. And one – the I first comment – shuddering at how horrible this is going to be. <laughs> the first comment is, oh, so you're not providing names names of the other people that are up in, up in their security. Oh, pff, there's uh, no info here. Yeah, so you could know what to expect when you go there? What? Right? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, like – oh, uh – uh, I don't know. Give me, give me. Oh, Mandy Rose is in, installing a Brinks security system. Oh, That's I know right. Brinks. They're shit. I know. I need I know. to know. The code's one two three four. I like, need to know if I just need a garbage bag to handle Mandy or a freaking stapler or something. I don't know. Not yeah. me, but this hypothetical psychopath. Yeah, like tell me, tell me which superstars are, are getting guns and which ones aren't. Why do you need that unless you're planning to be this guy? Like that's not just research purposes. That's it, it's there's no there's no need for it. Some you know some of them are beefing up their their own home security. At least, honestly, maybe maybe the who the person that wrote the article should have, should have thrown in a line and yes, it would have gotten them more money if they're paid per word. But throw in a line that says names withheld for the obvious security risks. Duh, that's it. Fixed it. You, my friend, are a genius. Well, I try. And a scholar. Do what I can. So, Sonya's temporarily fired until they decide to bring her back. Until hey, she... she's temporarily loser left Raw, loser left WWE, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, she wasn't officially fired. How dare you? It's true. Yeah, that's true. It was a stipulation she agreed to. She's one of my to, favorite so. wrestlers, man. Like... Like uh, out, out of the people I met, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, man, her, char- her character was doing so well. Anyway, whatever. She'll she'll enjoy the time off. She'll she'll be back. I'm really upset at this guy for ruining this. Like, the first thing is, I'm glad that she's okay, but she's on like this hot run, and mm-hmm. who knows what we could have got? But this piece of human refuse, mm-hmm. he ruined it. Damn it. Yeah, like we we've known to joke about a lot of off-color things on the Facebookers podcast. Stalking is serious shit. You go into someone's home with mace and duct tape and all and zip ties and all the other stuff he had, bro. That's beyond creep status and just not okay. It's obviously not legal. Don't do it. Did I tell you about the time I was working at Kmart and there was this guy, this suspect as all hell dude, asking me where the wire ties are? Wow. And I'm like, I just went out thinking, told him where they were. And I'm like, I hope he doesn't kill anybody because he looks like he might kidnap somebody. They're, they're in the rapey aisle. Yeah, and it's like it, it, the place was in Penn Station. It's yeah. like there's all sorts of sus people that pass through there, like homeless mm-hmm. people and crazies and stuff like that. But I didn't think anything of it. I was like, let me just get through the day. 
Let's just get to the day. Yeah, it's it's not your your job Look, to I didn't stop the potential knife in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read. Um, if he didn't get them there, you would have got them elsewhere. It's true. But I, I read um I read something I, I I don't know if it was on the 83 weeks podcast or or somewhere else but Eric Bischoff uh, said recently that there was a time when him Hogan Nash and Hall were all backstage like an hour before Nitro was supposed to go on the air and like there was some sort of really heated argument going on and Hogan's like normally like this really laid back dude like he he calls him a hippie like he to call Hogan like, a hippie yeah. Basically, like, Hogan would never, ever actually get into a fight. But, like, Hogan's... Like, Hogan was really... He said he had never seen Hogan so infuriated. And his, um... Hogan's fanny pack was open, and he saw a knife in there. In his gimmick bag? Yeah. If I was Hogan, I'd have one, too. You're Hulk Hogan, bro. True, but, like... He... Bischoff really felt that Hogan had it there because he felt he might have to use it. He said he doesn't know that Hogan didn't always carry it around because he didn't always see in his gimmick bag, but this one day, he saw it there and he's like, fuck, this could go down. Like, who knows how long he's... You know, you're... you're at one point, Hulk Hogan was, you know, the most famous wrestler in the world. Yeah, and then, and then like, the the... Big... You gotta think it was the biggest heel turn ever in wrestling history. Yeah, and like so, it was still real to some people. Yeah, the the fact that the ring filled with trash. Yeah, they're like throwing shit at him. It's like, come mm-hmm. on, man! Like, who knows? And, that, and his and his instincts for being a heel is so good. He's like, you're you're throwing trash in the ring. That just shows me the kind of trash that all you people are. So great. Yeah, it's, that's like, like the never holy been a, answer. <laughs> yeah, he's never been a great great promo guy he's always been like a wacky promo guy like he's known like he promos on the map listen when you're a little kid and hulk hogan starts cutting a promo you're listening okay i don't care if you want to smark it up right here because you're an adult yeah. now but let me tell you something brother <laughs> where he yeah, goes you... into that shit mm. you got no choice but to listen to him there, there, just... was, there was no choice Th- that's so... right you were lucky I, I... to get hulk I did. I didn't watch it, but I I was scrolling through our old posts and I saw the uh, the one with um, uh, Hogan with the Trump post, the the Trump promo from uh, one of those WrestleManias. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. we posted because uh-huh. uh, you and I went down a rabbit hole of Hogan promos. Oh, dude, yeah, he's he was crazy. Like yeah. him, like okay, he wasn't like Macho Man crazy or Warrior crazy. Uh, Nobody was, <laughs> you know, but like between Warrior and Macho Man, especially where they were in the same like monitor, so mm-hmm. like, what is happening? Like you're a kid, it's like yo, but like you're an adult, it's like I don't what is he gonna kill he's that like, man? Is like he we okay? still don't know what was happening. <laughs> is he well? <laughs> oh man. Meanwhile, Snook is a murderer allegedly. Anyway, allegedly. Uh, right. <laughs> Back to SummerSlam. Uh, next was um, Good Seth match, by Rollins. the way. Uh, there was a lot of times where it's like, you know, you, you do what you can do. But yeah. Yeah. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. I don't know why I was stupid enough to, like, 
Did I pick Dominic Mysterio for that? We both did. We're idiots. Yeah, we we I don't know. We kind I guess we thought with what was all the help fight? we could get. Yeah, exactly. We, but it, then, it was just, our line of thinking was it's it's a street fight, so this one can involve you know Alistair Black's gonna come out, Umberto Carrillo, and no, we didn't see either of them. How hard did you roll your eyes and get pissed off when Dominic's like, Dad, I need you to stay out of this? Oh, I rolled my eyes. God damn it. <laughs> you idiot. Do you want to win? That wasn't as bad as his mother coming out on the stage. Dude, how old is Ray's wife? Oh, Ray's in his 50s, isn't he? Yeah, but I guess because he's pocket size, I feel like he's younger than he yeah. is. But, like, she seemed – she's living hard. I'm like, is that Ray's mom? Did they bring the grandma along? Like, no disrespect. You know, some people just age differently. I am blessed with great genes. Yeah, Ray's 45. Uh, Spouse Angie. She is... There doesn't seem to be a Wikipedia page for her. Yeah, listen. Let's let's just not go down this road. (laughs) Like, she just seemed like she was older, that's all. My apologies if she's, like, younger. And some, some people just don't age as well as others. Yeah. Also, keep in mind, we haven't seen Ray's face in 20 years. That's also true. So we're, we're still picturing the same stupid baby face he was in WCW when he lost his mask. Yeah. I think so, that was to Eddie, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. But if you were to do, like, no, maybe it was Kevin Nash? I don't mm. remember. Ah, too but, long ago. But like, if you're able to do simpleton math, if he if he looked like a baby then, that he probably looks like a regular man, not an older man. Maybe. Think about it. Like, if he had a baby face, that he's got regular man face now. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. There's a high it, possibility he has regular man face. Yeah. Um. Man, they, when they handcuffed Ray, I'm like, oh, this is it. It's going to be great. Ray, friggin' Dominic's going to go nuts on him. And he didn't. Yeah. It's like, uh, there's got to, something's got to cover this. There's a tag match. Yeah. Why Retribution would attack them? Like, they can't catch a break. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't claim to know what the long-term plan is for retribution because I don't think there is one. We don't know the long-term plans for anything. What are you doing? True. Why do you always do this? I don't know. <laughs> I feel I, I kind of I feel the need to defend myself because I know I'm going to be wrong. So let me use this excuse. Yeah, but sometimes we're right. Like teaming Shada Baszler and J- Nia Jax. Oh wait, that was me. Never mind. <laughs> I- we got to be right every now and then. And sometimes they hear us and do what we're saying. Yeah, it's like every mark wants to take credit for when WWE does something good. It's only tr- it's only, it's only, only the truth when it's me. The rest of you are a bunch of... I'm the exception. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, where were we? Well, you just we just finished talking about uh, Ray Mysterio's old ass wife. No disrespect. Hashtag love. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that with the so Mysterio. Sasha angle. came out first. 
for her match against Asuka. I noticed. Hate, which you know, that's why right. she lost. She's not a real champion. That's right. Um, Asuka Lock. She tapped out, right? Yeah. So Sasha's upset that she was or like the story is out for Bailey. Yeah. the The announcers are telling us that Sasha's upset that Bailey didn't help her. Right. It's like, and there was a spot where it, the same thing was going to happen again. With uh, Asuka doing the the ass attack mm-hmm. to uh, to Sasha, like the same exact spot almost, but Bailey didn't take the hit like Sasha took the hit for Bailey. Right, but didn't Sasha dodge that anyway? No, she was hit. Oh, that's the whole thing. That's what people are missing. There was an opportunity. If you watch back, you should see it. Otherwise, I'm just talking shit. Mm-hmm. But if you watch back, the same occurs. Okay. And she just doesn't take the thing. And the other argument could be she's had champion, champion's advantage. Bailey could have easily caused a DQ where she knew she was in trouble and she could have saved her championship. It's true. She's a heel, so who cares? Why does she care if she wins or not? Yeah, there was no step that if she's disqualified, she loses the belt. Yeah, so... Sasha definitely has grounds. Because mm-hmm. a real friend would have done anything. If it was me and you, I would cause a disqualification rather than have you lose the belt. Like, it's, right. it's just math. Mm-hmm. Especially since we're bad guys and we don't give a shit about honor. We right. just care about keeping what's, what's ours. Mm-hmm. It's like, even if there's another match because of that, which there shouldn't be. Well, there could be, you know, whatever, shenanigans. Even still, the title is money. That's one more week of a higher paycheck. Not even that, but like another chance to strategize. Right. So, yeah. The, you know, the argument... Maybe a new stip, maybe one that works more in your favor. Yeah, there's plenty of things. So it's like, I'm not one to agree with Sasha Banks, but I do. She's right. Yeah, yeah so for that, she has a point. Uh, so... Braun has new entrance and uh, and new music and entrance gear. What do you think? I don't even recall the mu- the new music offhand, so it obviously hasn't really struck me. Um, I didn't notice anything different. I thought it was the same crap with the stupid Strowman Express thing. Like it's a train, you know? No, because it was there was the train sound effects, and then it used to be the his old music. Durr, 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 whatever it was. But it's different now. I guess because he's a heel? Yeah. Like he's also, dead obviously, dead. he shaved his head. Yeah, that's... Bald Strowman. Mm. Crazy. You don't have and, to say and, that. You can just keep going. <laughs> and, and, and Bliss with the, uh, the one dreadlock. I was I didn't care about that so much as I care about the return to normalcy of her hair. I like that her hair is back to the way it was before. That's how she used to keep her hair. Yeah, but now with the one dreadlock that she was thinking of doing either half and half or full dreadlocks. I know. I don't care about that. I care that the the the, the, the hair is back. I loved it like that. It was the best. It oh, made her great. unique. Pigtails are always great. It made her special. Yes. You know, she's definitely turning heel, for mm-hmm. sure. It's going to be her and Cross, you know, poor Cross. 
She lost her, her bug, and now she's going to lose her friend. Yeah. She's got to go back to being crazy. Well, it might be two crazy people versus each other. It'd be great. And it's going to be Alexa probably out-crazying uh, Nikki. Mm-hmm. So, Braun... So, back to the match. Braun used the box cutter. He cut up the mat to expose the boards, but then he ended up eating two Sister Abigails to lose his championship to sloppy. the Fiend. That was so sloppy. Like, he... First of all, as a rule, every time I watch wrestling and the heel... And, like, the, 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 the announcer's like, oh, what's... He's got to be asking himself, what do I got to do? And every time, I either say, most times I say, well, he's going to have to stab him. He's going to have to stab him to death. Or yeah. he's shoot him. He's going to have to shoot mm-hmm. him. The one time you could do anything in the match, anything, Braun, you cut up the ring instead of stabbing the unkillable monster. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you could say, oh, but good guys don't do that. He's not. He's not. He's a monster. That's not beyond the monster's abilities, and you deserve mm-hmm. to lose. And also, it was really nice of the feed to Sister Abigail him on the soft part of the exposed ring. Right. How nice. What an adorable, friendly monster. I mean, friendly fiend creature. But he never forgets. And he never forgives. And he is blah, 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 blow it out your ass. Right. It's like, just before, just before we get yelled at, we I accidentally skipped over Drew and Randy. Drew okay. retained. Backslide. Awesome. Yeah, cool. that was great. He's like, you're the greatest wrestler. You won the greatest wrestling match, and I beat you with a wrestling move. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yes. So, back to Brian Fiend. After the match, we had a surprise return. Who was? The surprise return. Remind us. The big dog! You didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. I did not see it coming. Been a long time since we heard that. Dude, and then on SmackDown, so now we hyped. have to fast... I was happy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry so, to interrupt. So, no, it was, it was cool. It was, it was a cool moment. I'm like, all right. So this is going somewhere. This is going to be a triple threat of payback. And guess what? On SmackDown, they confirmed triple threat of payback. Adam Pierce gets all their signatures. Postman Pierce on the Firefly Funhouse. More importantly, right? He might be a heel because he's definitely a Paul Heyman guy now. Yeah. Because he like only heels are like, I'm not signing this. I need to look at this or whatever. Like whatever he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. If, 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 as if you didn't need it enough, and like I, they did this so intelligently, what's like you don't see Heyman. That's not a prediction; it's a spoiler. And mm-hmm. you see Paul Heyman, and he says, "Believe that." <sighs> so good. <laughs> and I was one of those people where, like, everybody's like, "Oh, well, I guess Roman's a heel now," without any proof. Like everything that happened in the match afterward did not do anything to say that he was a heel right because that's a roman reigns thing like he'll he'd do something like that they'd had moments where he'd do things like that mm-hmm. like and i like the shirt the shirt was is a very like a brock lesnar-esque shirt black True. and white no, no gimmicks wreck everything leave 
Like mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Oh, he's retro- he's the leader of retribution because that's what they do." And I'm like, "No, shut eh. up." Yeah. I'm like, "No, shut up, dummy. He doesn't <laughs> need that." And it's like, and combining him with Heyman finally, like, I'm not gonna sit here and sing their praises until like I see how this plays out. But this is a step in the right direction, a rebirth. He mm-hmm. didn't. Like, I would also have a chip on my shoulder that he has to fight for a championship that he didn't even lose. Mm-hmm. Like, I was shocked that... Oh, I can't believe I'm talking like this. I'm still traumatized. I guess they could only do one real champion gimmick per show because that ginger bitch Sami Zayn came back with his Intercontinental Championship. That's I'm surprised great. Roman didn't have his Universal Championship. Uh, just keep them away from each other. Please don't do freaking... Sami Zayn joining that thing. Sammy Jane, Sammy Zayn is a Paul Heyman guy. He talks Crazy. too much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I think Zara a lot. Of... Shinsuke don't even want him. I know. <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of fans are finally going to get what they've been asking for, as far as you know, the fans that have been booing Roman Reigns' face run because for whatever reason. Let's be careful. They're... It could be, it's it's early, and mm-hmm. we don't we gotta let them figure it out, mm-hmm. see how it plays out because they could still fuck it up. Oh yeah, they could fuck up anything, and they really don't even have to try. But Heyman's on my TV. Heyman's gonna be talking. I guess Roman's probably gonna talk less now. It, it might. Maybe. It might be a situation where, because of Roman's situation, like, it might be a situation where if Roman can't be there, Heyman's there. Just like what he did for Brock. Yeah. Cool. Also, a real easy way to heal up. It's like, listen, he's got more important things to do than be here. Yeah. Like, he's he's Roman Reigns. He's the biggest draw... Says John Cena, whatever, anything you want to say. He's mm-hmm. not going to show up to some stupid Thunderdome. Yeah. To nobody. None of you so, are even here. Certainly no paying fans. Exactly. He's not going to come here for free. Mm. He did the payback pay per view to get back what's his. Yep. The this big lot, dog! This has a lot of potential. Fuck this up, you little shits. Supposedly, The Fiend and Bray Wyatt going forward are going to be the faces of SmackDown. Interesting. I don't know how. Because I guess with Roman coming in heel, they need some other strong face. Yeah, I guess so. I wonder if the spear... Is the Fiend's kryptonite? Hmm. Because Goldberg dispatched the Fiend with spears. Roman's True. finisher is the spear, and it well, seems this, to work. This is a triple. Also, Goldberg believes in himself. Yeah, I know. Like he could beat Strowman, which I guess most of us think is going to be this, the case. That's why things going to happen. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, because he's definitely got to win, right? Yeah. Roman's not coming back to lose. Not with Paul Heyman in his corner. Yeah, you don't do all that just for that to happen. Right. Hmm. Say that now, and then that's that's what happens. 
there anything else about this week that we want to discuss before we get to payback? Um, Keith Lee Scort, maybe. Oh yeah, we got to talk about uh, the. Abuse. Oh yeah, takeover. Yeah, well, yeah, we got takeover. Wait, yeah, that was this week. It's so weird with all these things. I know, and there were two episodes of Dynamite this week, technically, because we recorded last Friday, so and Dynamite spoiled. aired on Saturday. Big shake-up on, on a, in AEW, but we'll, we'll, I think we'll get to that after we talk about Payback, if we're not just completely shot at that point. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, so Keith Lee... Uh, we know the music is because they just they uh, the, they split ways with CFOs, and mm. they want to like not have to pay them royalties, which right. is, like makes sense. Maybe it's a placeholder. Maybe they just needed something. But I would have just had no music. Like why not? Because then you don't know who's coming. Mm. It feels like a nobody with no music. They definitely don't want Keith Lee coming out. Yeah, but you no, can tell but... by what he does, or like. You know, have him not wrestle Randy, but, like, someone else. Like, <laughs> someone he'll beat convincingly as opposed to giving him a disqualification loss against Randy Orton. It was a no contest. Okay, but still. Keith Lee clarified on t- on Twitter, A, that it was a no contest. How nice. And, I'm so glad and, he clarified, but it's still the wrong play. Right. But B, that he got hit in his debut... It's really his his main roster debut, even though he he appeared on either Raw or SmackDown once before. I understand but, that, but when you debut somebody like that, you want them to smash somebody. That's how they right. were messing up with Asuka, putting her in these long matches with like these jabronis. Right. I but, forgot who they had her fighting first. That was like a long match for no reason. Maybe it was Carmella, no disrespect. Somebody. Have... It was somebody that wasn't like, you know, the right one. Not one of the four horsewomen. No, not for sure Russia. not. Definitely not. Mm. Um, but he made a vented Raw with Randy Orton. That's a big debut. Yeah, but he didn't win. It's like, fine. You don't need to do that. Like, there's plenty other talent you could have used. You could have, should have put there, him over. That's sto- how it works. Shock and a, awe. There's a story they're trying to tell, and I'm okay with it. Okay. That means Keith Lee is involved in a storyline. I agree, but that's not my opinion. I'm just letting you know. It's it's, Fine. it's it, 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 like if you go, I'll, I guess I'm old school. Like that's how you should do it, you know. And it's funny. I I, I read an interview. Put him in a skirt, and you have him not win a match. <laughs> like what? I read an interview with uh, Arn Anderson or uh, or a uh, transcript of his uh, recent podcast, and. He, he talked about WWE doing 50-50 booking, and he's like, what's all their stars, 8-8? Eight and eight? He's like, "Our guys, we got guys that are like 16-2, and 16-0. Oh. No one wants to see someone that's 8-8 eight and eight get beat. People want to see the guy that's 16-0 and oh get beat. And honestly, though, like, I agree with him, but, like, most people don't even know what the win-loss record for people are. And In WWE, no one does, but it's roughly 50-50. I hear you, but it's and like... And we know that. No one cares. Like, right. no one cares. It's like, okay, I'm glad your 16-2 guy is, has this great record when, like, 80 million super kicks don't do anything. Or mm-hmm. he's in a tag team that doesn't even use a freaking tag ropes. It's like, whatever, dude. Cool, man. Next, you know? Like, oh. I get what he's saying. Like, that's I kind of like that aspect of AEW. 
But playing devil's ad, it's like, okay, like the average wrestling fan, like you're that is for like the hardcores, like who keep track of that stuff. Like the the the, the like to put it like to be silly because like we're kind of like we're wrestling autists. Okay, that's <laughs> for the wrestling autists. Okay, yeah. it's not for the average guy. Joe Sixpacks doesn't care all that much. Like he cares when it's like a huge difference. Like if somebody's like undefeated, yeah, that kind of thing. You know, sixteen and two. You know, okay, cool, whatever. But I kind of see what he's saying. But like also, it's like most people just don't give a shit. It's for yeah, autists but, like us. Yeah, but um, like Arn was saying that like he had pitched to a actually he pitched to WWE when he was still a producer there that they shouldn't be doing fifty fifty booking. And obviously it fell on deaf ears, and then they eventually said thanks for your service. Yeah, because it's like, to them, we have the goldfish, you know? Yeah. Goldfish memories. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of, it's the, it's the age we're in. It's it is. why uh, a lot of fans can't let things play out, and they, like, shit on everything before the story gets to the middle, ourselves included, you know? It happens. Yeah. Yeah, but if if you look at the way stories are told, they're very different. WWE, you know, and we know this, but to just verbalize it, like WWE, let's let's ignore this last week and this week, but they run a, a pay per view a month. AEW does one every two or three months, and it's not like storyline end starts at one pay per view, gets heated, really heated for the next, and then ends at the third. It goes long. Like just now, this week we saw um, finally Hangman, K- Hangman Page kicked officially kicked out of the elite, even though he declared himself no longer part of the elite months and months and months ago. He was officially kicked out of the elite this week for you saw right? Yeah, dude, yeah, I okay. spoiled it for you. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, I, like I had seen stuff online also, but I didn't want any more to get spoiled. Good, I didn't but, feel um, bad. <laughs> yeah, so um. Yeah, for preventing the Bucks from winning, uh, from advancing in a gauntlet match where the winner would face Page and Omega for the tag titles at All Out, I believe. Do you remember what I said? Not exactly, no. I said, I said, Hangman is crying because they're his friends, but he knows that they're a cancer on professional wrestling, and he has to put <laughs> them out of their misery. Oh, yeah, sure. He was doing the right thing. Yeah, that was it. Um... Yeah, Hangman doesn't cry though. He wasn't crying, uh, but he was very sad. He, he, he might, was, might. He drinks he, a lot. You could get you get teary when you drink like a lot. Yeah, especially if you get that drink thrown in your face, like. Uh, did. Okay, let's be fair. Before the freaking, before the drink got thrown in his face at ringside, he was doing some good like facials, and his his eyes were teary. Yeah, what what I so I didn't pick up on the tearing, but I noticed he wouldn't look at them. You would look at them. His eyes were really red, like he was sad. Yeah, and supposedly this whole angle, this whole storyline, you know, surrounding himself, is his idea. So this is really cool. So we're seeing his own creation sort of come to fruition. And I know we had spoken about how weeks ago this topic came up that Hangman pitched the idea for him to not be part of the elite and to develop this alcoholic gimmick, mm-hmm. but. We didn't see – we didn't have any inkling of where it was going at the time. We still don't know where it's going. All we know now is he's officially out of the elite and was looking at himself in a broken mirror, Whoa, which is telling. Oh, you rolling broken mirrors. Yeah. 
So, which is, you know, a little bit, like, it shows us his introspection. As long as he's not Mojo Raleigh. Right. Ugh, Mojo. Um, so this, this kind of character development, I like it. It's long-term, but also they only have a two-hour show to play with. Granted, SmackDown only has two hours. Raw has three hours. NXT has two hours. But we see a lot of the same people every week on WWE TV, to get back to the point I was making earlier. AEW, they have two hours, but we don't we don't always see the same talent every week. In fact, I mentioned, I don't know if it was in text this week or on the podcast last week, but we hadn't seen Matt Cardona in a couple weeks, and then he came he came back for this week's Dynamite. Makes sense, uh, what would happen to his friend. Right. So... AEW has a lot of talent, and they're trying to get them all on TV once or twice a month, give or take. And they have they, – they take more time to draw out these um, storylines. Um, it's, it's, it is different. Like the way they do it is different from the way WWE is doing it. Is it better? I don't know. I think it's sort of – it's kind of par for the course, the fact that they only have the one two-hour show and they have so much talent. But um, they, they are definitely developing their own kind of style for storytelling and such. I wonder if they were waiting to get FTR signed to uh, progress this storyline. Could be. Hmm. It's certainly possible. I know... FTR, when they were the Revival, they couldn't, on the record, negotiate with AEW for a contract. But, you know, off the record, hypotheticals probably could have been mentioned. Yeah, I don't know like, how. if we were talking to each other and you were at another thing, and I was at another thing, we're like, yo, would this be cool? What do you think about mm. this? What about this? Yo, we'd yeah. love to work with each other. Or they had a plan and it wasn't it was something that were like i don't know about this and they're like all right screw it how about we do this yeah like i don't i don't know how i'm curious how strict the legalese is with that kind of stuff because i remember when the poaching from WWE and WCW started back in the day and these contracts got stricter i know it was like if you were seen talking to someone from another company it was Big news, capital letters. Like I think it's I with everyone don't like the box. Yeah, with everyone kind of like chatting on social media now. I wonder, because it, it was a rumor, not a rumor, but CM Punk had said that AEW reached out to him through t- through Twitter. They DM'd him, talking about him coming to work for them, and he's like, "That's not how you do business." You, you come, you meet me face-to-face, and we discuss it, you know? I'm first, like, in his mind, it's like, I'm CM Punk. You don't DM me. We do this professional-like. Because then it's like, that's another thing. It's like, listen, there's no there's no real legalese dealings when you're on, like, Twitter. Exactly. Like, but lawyers could get involved. They could say, oh, well, like, if, if they can see the DMs, you know, it's like, all right, well, listen, you this, this looks agreement. like this. Huh? This was a verbal agreement. Yeah, like this looks like an offering for a job. So what's happening here? Because oh. po- you know, 
poaching poaching is still a real thing. I wonder if Vince will start cracking down on that. I think he should shut up. Like he destroyed the territories with the same technique. Like, what's the problem? You, no one you, likes to have their move used against them. No, they don't. No, they don't. I wonder if MJF is going to use the paradigm shift on Moxley. Yo. Since that's legal, illegal for Moxley to use. It's true. And I thought for a second that Moxley did something smart and added banning all people from right side from MJF's thing. And it's like, oh, what a genius. Like, no, I'm going to wrestle the idiot who's not a wrestler, who is a wrestler, but not a wrestler wrestler. Yeah, it was stupid. You're such a great lawyer, Box. What a brilliant technique. And, you know, God bless them for selling it. Like, oh, no. Hmm. All, all the, the lawyer is certainly going to be upset. Yeah, when he gets paradigm shifted to death. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. And he's going to get attacked probably right after. Yeah. Page, wing page 17 is only 16 pages. <laughs> what kind of lawyer doesn't look at all the pages though yeah <laughs> exactly and of all of all the things of all the stipulations you add right exactly it's like i guess you're that much you believe that much in yourself that that's all you need mm-hmm. that could be it he's not, he's not really a thinking guy you know he's just a guy that just wants to beat people up yeah well that. we've seen mox use the arm bar arm bar uh, it was against an injured giant arm, but uh, I don't know. Oh, did you see that uh, the murder hawk monster got into it with uh, Taz's boy? With uh, whose boy? Taz's boy. Um, what's his name? Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Who could stop the path to Cage? Maybe the murder hawk monster. <laughs> it's like. Is it Team Taz, apparently, that he's calling them? Team Taz. Alright, I guess Team FTW or FTW Squad? Uh, he's, he did fine, I guess. I'm like trying. He's yeah. like, oh, I guess I can't do better. It's Team Taz. I guess I should shut up. <laughs> Jesus. I, t- I told my wife to because she was here while I was watching Dynamite um, about how Lance Archer, when he was in TNA, how he had a tramp stamp. And he kind of just had a like a graveyard image painted over his whole back. Yeah, like, to cover up the tramp stamp. I'd rather have like the most gothiest of imagery than a tramp stamp. Honestly. Yeah. Anything, but no pun intended. Right. You know? I remember. I remember you making fun of the tramp stamp he had. Dude. Way back. Like, you don't love yourself. You want to be successful? Like, what, what's this bitch's name that fuck your shit up that you're doing? Right. <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> man. Oh, man. We got off track. Hey, man. Whatever. Box, whatever, whatever you go wherever the, you know, the, the trains will take you or whatever. So every hmm? current and former recognized... Male singles champion in AEW. Is the mid card from two years ago of WWE? Yes. Everyone. <laughs> 100% of it. And a guy that got shoved by Samoa Joe is challenging for their biggest belt. Yup. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just stating facts, people. This is what's this is what's going on at AEW. And I think maybe Brody Lee... I'm not... 
I'm not going to say maybe he might be coming into his own with his promo. It's still kind of the same shouty bullshit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whatever. He's not trying to be Vince McMahon. Right. But that Samoa Joe segment, did you notice what MJF did wrong? Uh, He got into a shot? No, no. It wasn't so much being in the shot. Um, he was following like right over Joe's shoulder, right? Oh. And and he stuck his arm out as if to like keep people from getting in front of him. He's supposed with Joe. But there was a wall there. Oh. <laughs> Who's that, coming out through that wall? Hey, many walls have attacked Goldberg. Why do you think he preemptively attacks doors? <laughs> he just wants to let let them know that he means business. So he was too close, trying to hug, trying to get his own camera time, mm-hmm. and acting too hard by trying to keep people from get, you know, getting in front of him when no one could possibly get in front of him unless it's the Shockmaster, because who else is coming through a wall like that? Yeah. And if I was MJF, I'd be like, well, at least I'm not stuck on commentary. Exactly. Now, I, now I'm I'm an MJF fan, but but like that was maybe. Rookie mistake on his part. That's what happens when you're a rookie. Right. Or um, trying too hard. Hey, you, to, know, you want to get on TV. Too, too ambitious. Whatever the case is, I get it. He was wrong. He didn't do what was asked of him. Or maybe he was asked. Maybe that was part of the script. I don't know. Exactly. I was going to say, like, we don't fucking know. <laughs> Are we inside information? Meltzer. Yeah, because this still is still on Joe. the bucks, damn it. <laughs> yeah. This was Samoa Joe, and this was in NXT when Joe was a badass. Huge. Samoa Joe is so damn good. Like, he's so good on com- – I wish he was bad on commentary so they could just let him wrestle already. Like, kind of wishing Dolph Ziggler wasn't so good at looking like he died. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dolph. Didn't he say that him and Bobby Roode came over? Where's Bobby Roode? <laughs> Where is Bobby Roode? We should start a campaign. Hashtag where's Bobby? Yes. I almost don't want him to appear because then it's like he doesn't have his music anymore because I'm pro- they're going to take that away soon because of the CFO's uh-huh. thing. Think about it. That explains why Shinsuke's song was changed too. Not only to like, you know, he's a heel and they don't want them cheering for his music and stuff, but it's like that's a very popular song. That's a lot of royalties for those guys. It's true. Because I'm sure like they – like, I got it off iTunes, I think, when it was, like, super hot. So hot. Hmm. <laughs> so, Romans is going to change also? I don't know. I don't know if his is CFOs, though, is it? I don't think it's Jim Johnson. Maybe it will. I don't mind. Because I remember there was some overlap when Johnson and CFOs were both there. If you smell... What the That's big Johnson. dog is cooking. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hollywood Roman. <sighs> Roman's going to have awesome pyros. Oh, he better. 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 APA. Yeah. Yo, I I just I just had a funny thought. That would sound that would sound great as a jazz song. <laughs> da, 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 da. 
da da. Yeah, there you go. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, we gotta copyright all this shit. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. You do. <laughs> uh Brody Lee, Cody. What's that uh young lady's name? The new addition officially to the Dark Order. That Anna J. She's my new favorite wrestler. I love her. <laughs> Behind uh, Chelsea Green. As soon, as soon as I saw her on um, on TV, I was like, find her Instagram. I liked I liked her outfit when it looked. I, is she the one that was like kind of like a magician's assistant? She came out look like a magician's assistant. Yeah, she was. She I was like, like she was the star Anna J, the star of the show. That was her name. Reminded was... me of a DC comic superhero uh, Zatanna. Hmm. Kind of. I like that character. Yeah, good on her. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to, th- like, yeah, I guess AEW was fine. I don't know. Tables match. Oh, with, uh, Darby Allen and the multifarious Matt Hardy? No. Or was he just Matt Hardy? That was Sammy Guevara. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, well, who did I say? Darby Allen? Darby Allen. Well, I did see him try to hump Ricky Starks. That was yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, Stocks humping. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? This is not okay. Somebody needs to go to counseling. He's trying to establish dominance. Right? Jesus. <laughs> counseling. There's easier ways. There's got to be a better way. But yeah, Sammy G won the tables match. Yeah, despite that gruesome head injury. I think that's what we call a receipt. Blood for blood. Well, it wasn't blood. intentional. Yeah, it wasn't intentional. Yeah, I get it. No, I, I no, saw I when it had, wasn't, wasn't intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the edge of the table came up as yeah, he yeah. went through it. Definitely wasn't intentional, though. I get it. Wink, wink. <sighs> Takeover, man. Takeover. Yes, the Pat McAfee show. The best heel of the show that day. Tell you what. Uh, listen, I didn't want Pat McAfee in the ring. Dude, did you I didn't see want him. that jump? That Everything Pat McAfee. Let, let me let me be the first to eat my words. Eat it. Pat McAfee showed up and showed out and proved me wrong. I am glad he had that they had a great match. I don't like his personality, and that's probably part of the gimmick. Dude, he's great it, as a heel. Oh my god, he's a very good heel. Maybe he needs to. Flesh it out a little bit more. Maybe, you know, get just, just give me a little more. But his entering work was so good for a newbie. I shouldn't even say for, for a newbie. He was very good. Dude, he's Rip Rogers trained. He has a mat, like an actual professional wrestling rig that he had built for him when he was still in the NFL. And, yeah. like, they'd have parties at his house and he'd just, like, play wrestling with people. And not only that, he's a football player. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude's an athlete. I don't care if he's kicking. He's still an athlete. And he showed what he could do. He did. Wasn't the perfect Panama Sunrise, but it was a Panama Sunrise. Yeah. With a man his size. And what he did for a man his size. He wasn't just, like, good for a football player. He was good for a wrestler. He could that teach a lot. That counter landing on his feet? Dude. <sighs> he could teach a lot of these guys about selling 
about expressions, mm-hmm. like all the things. And of course, Rip Rogers is the one who told taught him. <laughs> like I, you read the book. Yeah. Like, come on. Like you, know, the guy, the guy Rip Rogers is. If McCaffrey didn't do good, he would have stretched his ass out. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy I was wrong. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by uh, Cole, the Cole McAfee match. Mm-hmm. So that, that was very good. I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, I read that McAfee is, for the moment, done with his NXT responsibilities. Obviously, the door's open on, on it, Triple H's side. Dude, I'd love to see him on, on like Raw against somebody. That'd be dope. Hmm. Actually, you know that they'd probably put him on SmackDown or something stupid like that. Probably. Well, not stupid as Fox, and they yeah. love their football players. Unless you know someone else comes and offers him a big contract. But Triple H did mention that McAfee has a lot. He has a lot of different things going on right now. Yeah. There's the podcast. There's that show. I don't know what the hell else. But if I'm McAfee, I'm not touching AEW with a ten foot pole. Because mm. money is with WWE. Like, long term, that's where it's at. Like, the exposure is there. Like, he's, yeah. got, a, he's got enough money where he doesn't need AEW, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm happy that that match went that way. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I believed in him. Like, I knew he was going to be good. And he, even with me thinking he was going to be good, he exceeded at my expectations. Mm-hmm. Usually I just have low expectations. It's like, oh, here we go. And it's like, so wait a second. Is Adam Cole, I guess it, it's, I guess this match is like out of continuity because there's no way they're turning him, the UE into faces because no. he was clearly the face in that match. Clearly. Yeah. 100%. And that just shows, I think, how good of a heel McAfee is. I'm telling you, he could teach these guys also how to be a heel. It, I think you know what it is. It's it's the Rogan school of things. Like, because Rogan says every time people like blow smoke up his ass about how good his podcast and all that stuff, it's like it's just talking, <laughs> and it's every week, one, two, three guests a week, and then you just get better at talking by doing it. Mm-hmm. And I like I love how I'm saying this in this podcast that we have 300 plus episodes and we're not any better than we were before. <laughs> but that's not the point. We're better. We're, we are. But, you know, there's levels to this shit. But the point mm-hmm. is, like McAfee, he's already a good talker from just doing the reps from his show. Mm-hmm. He's that dude, man. I think that was – I think on – on his show, it, it felt a little forced. I think that's what. Um, I think sometimes you have to make it like it kind of is to like not make people watching uncomfortable. I guess I don't know, but it's like anybody could. Maybe I don't know. I like how now you're saying, "Oh, it, it was it was you know pretty obvious," but like you did, you thought it was a shoot. The first time. Yeah, exactly. No, it doesn't matter. That's all it takes is the first time. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. No, upon further reflection, it's the instinct. It's the gut instinct. It's the right there, the first shot. There, boom. Just Did quoted you, my, you just quoted my response text. Did I? Yes. Okay. Those are the words I used. Upon further reflection, 
Interesting. Well, that shows that I remember. That I remember. Listen, don't don't flex your memory right now. Oh, I'm memory flexing. Ooh, yeah, daddy. I got the frontal cortex fired up. I don't even know that's where the memories are. I'm just talking out of my ass here. Me neither, but it sounds good. So let's run, let's run down. We got new tag champs. I'm guessing uh, Imperium is going back to NXT UK when it kicks off again sometime in September. Or they'll just still do their thing. Maybe. Finn Balor beat Timothy Thatcher with the 1916, which followed the coup de gras. Not bad. Uh, I wish Thatch would win because I like him. We did say that. I did say that to you. I'm like, I, I, I like him. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of wish he would have won, but it is how they say what it is. Yes. Uh, cool spot with Candice running down trying to keep Grimes from getting the title, and then she got on to... Uh, Someone's back. Dick yeah. Boy. Oh yeah, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. But why though? It's like just she's not doing anything to you. Just take the belt. Do you not uh, want to be the champion? And it's like with Damian Priest, it's like you can't be that tall and do the milking of the climb. I'm sorry, it's stupid. It could, you- it could. It could be that he got rung higher than he should have. All right. Either way, it's dumb. Like, just go get that shit. And for a second, I was so stoked that my boy, the the, the cowboy, uh, the grimy one, was going to win it. Only Mm -hmm. because he has a weird hat. But (laughs) I I really thought he was going to win it. And then it's like, no, sorry, bro. We're going to have to shit in your mouth. And it's like, oh, man. Grimes is a great chaser. Uh, him being like the chicken shit heel champion is just as good. Like, yeah, but think about how big he talks himself up. Sorry to cut you off. Like how big he talks himself up. It's like, yeah, but you're not the champ. That's why I feel he's a great chaser. I just – I like I don't like what they're doing with Damian Priest with his like, oh, I'm still celebrating. The after party's still going on. It's like it's not even the. It's, it feels like it's not that character. I don't know. Um, the Archer of Infamy, boy, he sure likes to party and drink a lot. Oh well, the drinking is speculated. But he, he had the bottle and he was drinking, right in front of freaking uh, who? Who approached him backstage during that interview? Oh, uh, uh, let me see. It was Dasha. To, oh, Dasha's AEW. Listen, this, it's Wednesday, Saturday, I don't know. I'm off. I just watched AEW today. Let me see, let me see. Mackenzie Mitchell, maybe? Maybe, but there was a, a wrestler had approached him while he was... Um, oh, it's Thatcher. Thatcher's going to have a match against him. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Which, cool cool <laughs> yeah was, he said his behavior as champ is embarrassing and he should get the first shot without any ladders to hide behind so it'll show him how unequipped he is oh i've got the and north course, american championship i guess i am equipped i'm yeah, not even trying to make that. an impression but that's pretty much what he said yeah it's weird it's like his, his voice doesn't match his body or his face kind of 
Yeah, but he still sounds like somebody that I don't want to inflict bodily harm on me. True. Like, he that, sounds that like true. an adult. Yeah. Like, if you compare him, say, to, I don't know, Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. the, the, one of them's a man, and the other one's a boy playing wrestler. Not that that's <laughs> what I believe about Gargano. Right. So, let's talk about the big story. The big story, Carry Cross had to and relinquish yes. his newly won uh, NXT championship on NXT. Uh, the opening segment. And now we have a former champions four-way Iron Man match. First ever. Like, first ever. I've never heard of it anywhere. This is a big deal. And it's like you've got the usual suspects. So here we go. We got Gargano. Okay. We got Tommaso Ciampa. So already you've got a blood feud. Mm-hmm. You got the Prince, Finn Balor, and of course, Adam Cole. Bye-bye. All right, yeah, I was waiting for that. So, who do you got? <sighs> also, how many times is someone going to get kicked in the head? Eleventeen. We're going to do the kick in the head drinking game. It's just going to be me because you don't. Right. And also, I don't have alcohol, so I got to figure something out. Uh. I guess I'll take a shot of bleach every time. Never mind. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. Hmm. Just jokes. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, freaking wow. I, I'm maybe maybe you're right. That's a good number. Eleven. Yeah, eleventeen. Hmm. I think it could be Finn. You think it could be time to put the strap on him? Yeah, give it give it back to Finn Balor, the guy that never lost the Universal Championship. But he definitely lost the NXT Championship. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, man. Maybe. Um, I wouldn't be upset with it. But after what Tommaso Ciampa did to that kid, maybe Oof. him. Like, I would not mind that. Like, he savaged that kid. He did. Like, I, I don't... I think he should get it. And it's just, like, have him come off as, like, this monster... This monster that Karrion Cross awakened. Like, mm-hmm. the story could be that Tommaso Ciampa left and he he's filled with all these doubts about himself as a performer. And, like, could he ever even do this again after how handedly he was handled, handled by this, this cross, this Karrion Cross, this, this otherworldly being with this... Which, for a, 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 a girlfriend who, who can't heal shoulders, you know, <laughs> she can only really harm, you know, which mm-hmm. makes sense, continuity-wise. So he had to dig deep, and it's like, I have to become this, this, this is what I should have been, and then I would have won if I was this. You know, maybe. I'm just talking out of my ass. But mm-hmm. it's this, the story's there. It's compelling. Four-way Iron Man match. Hmm. I mean, I think those are the two favorites going in. I don't think they're going to give it back to either Adam Cole or Johnny Gargano yet. I'm not – I'm really not huge on Gargano's heel stuff. Like, I think I've mentioned it before. I think he's a better face Mm -hmm. because – all right. Now let me preface this. We're the same height. 
he's just not scary. Mm-hmm. Like he's, you know, the things he could do, like I guess the Johnny Gargano way is like his his edge. You know that what he can do to mm-hmm. a person, like he's willing to do whatever it takes. But it's like, yeah, yeah. But I'm more worried about somebody like Tommaso Ciampa. You know, yeah, and like and, our, mm-hmm. the thing the thing that's missing is Gargano doesn't he has that willingness to cheat, but he he doesn't have the ferocity or intensity that a Karrion Cross or a Tommaso Ciampa have. And he doesn't give, really give him the edge in a match like this where anybody can do anything. Right. So you would think that it would mainly be Champa. Yeah, but of course we can't have nice things. Right. And but Cole has the undisputed era. He does. If but it's like why take it off of him in the first place? But I guess the plan was for Cross. Right. I still have this inkling that they're gonna move that I think the Undisputed Era really did everything they had to do on NXT. Mm-hmm. I really feel that. I just don't see I don't think all right. I say I don't see, but I, I they might just do it. Because it's like it's like the it's the safety thing. It's like you're always safe with Roman Reigns as champion. Right. You're safe with Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, I don't know where I read it or heard it, but I think that the NXT head writer left. Yeah. Like they're calling NXT DXT. Yeah. Because it's it's Michaels and a- and Michaels H and Road Dog. Well, it's a, those three have been in charge of creative for a while now. But now it's, it's just even that, more. It's just that the the head writer otherwise left. So it's still those three. So it really hasn't changed except for this one other person. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, that's true. Your defense, who knows how much or how little. But I'm pretty sure they were doing enough where they were paying them. And they quit. It's not like they got fired. But, you know, it's wrestling, so it could be either or. Yeah, but I read that Triple H wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. I guess this person either A, gave his notice weeks, months ago, or whatever. Which or, is what you do in a professional setting. Exactly. Or B, he knew that this person was like looking for something else. Maybe this person's looking to leave the industry altogether and go into something else. We don't know. I guess. Because they, they like to hire soap opera writers, so maybe this person is going to be on a soap opera or you know to write a soap opera. My dream is to write for all my days of our lives or whatever. <laughs> all my days are children's. I don't song. think so because like his writing was nothing like a soap opera. Like NAC writing is nothing like that. That's like raw shit or smack shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Come on, Playboy, you know. Yeah, but you got to figure NXT is sort of training for all levels. Yeah, but it's still there's that doesn't take away from the point that their storylines is nothing like a soap opera, like none of That's them, true. except for that weird shit with the Garganos, when like Candace is reading a story to her dog who just wants to get away from her. <laughs> Poor dog. Somebody call the ASPCA. And Johnny has to. He's trying to replace a light bulb or whatever in front of freaking. His picture of Doc Hendricks, which is creepy as shit, but funny at the same time. Right, right by the thermostat said sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> Wacky stuff. So, um, Robert Stone got run over by a tank again. 
Yeah, the first time was enough. <laughs> now he's just an idiot. Well, he was before. <laughs> uh, it's fun, though. Yeah, for Shotzi. I'm I imagine enjoying running it. somebody over in a toy tank, having to have a grown adult man let himself be run over by a toy tank. You know? As long as Shotzi's on my TV, I'm happy. I'm sure you are. So are we done talking about NXT and TakeOver? And I mean, Io Shirai is still the champ, just like I thought she would be. But yeah, I had too. a feeling, like, you know, I thought, you know, Big Daddy Cool, you know, would mm-hmm. uh, be the edge here. But I think they should, if they were going to take the belt off of her, they would have made it a surprise and uh, gone that way. Like, not have it happen on NXT that week. That, oh, this is a possibility that it could be happening. Right. So now it looks like uh, we're going to get Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. She's got a new look. She's got more of like a gothy type appearance. I like it. Yep, nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. So presumably Rhea Ripley's going to win, and then I guess maybe she'll face Dakota Kai, and then she'll go on to face Io Shirai for the title. Who do you give the belt to? Ripley, right? Or do we... We got more Io Shirai. See, here's the thing. Now with NXT UK firing up again, will she go back? I don't know. I think that's, I think that's the main question. I don't know. I think it'll say on Io Shirai. I think they are very happy with her as champion. Her her promo work is very good. Her obviously her in ring work is great. Rhea is great also. She had it, lost it to Charlotte. Woo. So I, I don't know. I Did mean, you watch that documentary? The twenty-four uh, about WrestleMania. I did. I watched some of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched a little bit of it. I watched all of the um, the Bailey Sasha takeover Brooklyn though. I thought it was really freaking cool because like she was crying, man, and like Charlotte was there with her after the match. She's like, "You did it. You're the, you're the champ." Good job, Rhea. You know, it's like it was nice, like a sisterhood type deal. Mm. Really cool. Cool. That's good. I like that. Um, I don't know. I think I think Io Shirai is going to retain. I think they want to give uh, give her some longevity with the belt. So, I Raw Underground is this still cool? Hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, I didn't think it was all that cool initially. Like now, La- I guess Lashley's like just getting some action now. You know. I guess. I don't know. I'm, I don't. I don't care for it. If it's a, if it's outside of canon, which it seems like it is, I'm not it feeling might not it. Not be if they go with what you say. Yeah, but until until then. And then, so what if they have a title? Is the Raw Underground Champion going to be the num- perpetual number one contender to the 24-7 title? Or I think it's like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like Deadpool. It exists in its own space. Mm. Like Deadpool in the comic books is like his own thing. Like he does all sorts of wacky stuff. Like he's self-aware. He breaks the fourth wall and stuff like that. Interesting. Maybe. 
I don't know. I right now I'm not loving Raw Underground. I mean, it's it's cool that some some of these people get some more exposure. But I don't care about it yet. I don't care about it, damn it. Yeah. You've got to move me. And you're oh, not. That reminds me, Sean Maluda's AEW debut this this week. He, he was the one that got mauled by uh, Lance Archer. Oh, thanks, because I don't know who any of these jabronis are until you tell me. I mean, they only announced his name and showed I it. I don't listen. Or look, I guess. If you're not a name, I don't care. All right, let's talk about payback. Oh yeah, you got a title defense. I Another one. Forgetting about it, and this is a long ass podcast. <laughs> it is. Um, I'm gonna start at the bottom here, work my way up, and then switch it around a bit. Big E versus Sheamus. Why? Cause why not? Wow, Big E. Yeah, same. Because why give it to Sheamus? Baby, baby! That's not the story. Yeah, Sheamus is like... I like Sheamus a lot. You know, he's a good dude. Me too. Um, He's got a great character. Good gimmick. Good look. I mean, and, you know, he's changed his look now. He's got this... Looking like this um, street thug. Kind of. Like a British... Like an Irish street thug. I was going to say British. Yeah. Well, uh, depending on which part of Ireland it's Britain. I, I mix it all up. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, Sheamus isn't the story. Big E's the story. Speaking of, Matt Riddle versus King Corbin. Uh, Matt Riddle. Yep. Same reason. I mean, there could be distractions, like by um, Chad Gable, to help Corbin win, but... Uh, I think it'll be Riddle. Again, Riddle's the story. Mm-hmm. But also Gable, who I'm going to call Chad Gable. Yeah. Shorty G just doesn't work with uh, his new persona. And I think the one who gave him the moniker in the first place should be the one to help him not have it anymore. I agree. Uh, not that I'm going to change my pick, but it would be fascinating if Shorty G assists Corbin in the victory – Stealing the win from uh, Riddle and mm-hmm. on Friday Night SmackDown makes a royal decree that Shorty G is no more and that Chad Gable is has truly arrived in the kingdom of SmackDown. Hmm. That'd be cool. Right? I know because I said it. Yeah. They're not going to do it because they hate me. Anyway. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. Speaking of hating us, Dominic and Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and don't call him Buddy Murphy. I got to put the brakes on this. We Mm. missed out on another heel turn on Monday Night Raw. Like we're talking about the Dominic Mysterio angle, but we are remiss to mention the newly returned Aleister Black who just whooped, like just kicked the face off of Poor host of the Kevin Owens show, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Like, wow. There's only one eye. Yeah. Like, you only need one eye to kick a man, I guess. 
You know, you only need two. You need a, like a foot. Well, I mean, some depth perception might be important. That's all right. They just positioned their heads for him to do it, you know? He, he's helpful. Yes. He's mm-hmm. helping. Yeah. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to see Alistair Black in a true heel role. He hasn't had that in WWE yet. Nah. So... It's be good. I like I you know, I've always been a fan of Alistair Black. No even man before, is ever truly good. <laughs> even before he had the name. Like I knew I knew of Tommy End. I had heard of him on the indie scene. I didn't see him until the first um was the take not Takeover UK, but um the uh UK title tournament. He wasn't in the tournament, but he had a match on that takeover. This is when you put him with Zelina Vega. They could do that. They could do that, right? Like, yeah. he's fed up with these losers. They still can't get the job done. Mm-hmm. Alistair Black is not a great talker. Like, he, he knows how to talk, but I don't like the sound of his voice. Like, <laughs> it doesn't fit how tough he is, which is why right. my Alistair Black and Jared Smackdown barely spoke. Right. So that that that's what I would do. I put them two together and it's like he, sound, he, he sounds too proper to be and look as badass as he is. At least it's not as annoying as Keith Lee. I I know you like him mm-hmm. and I like him too and I've said that before, but this freaking Professor Hulk bullshit, <laughs> it does not fly for me. Mm-hmm. And he, and they had him do it on SmackDown. It's like this is the first time we're seeing this guy. Can we, like, maybe, like, not do that yet? Can we wait? Mm-hmm. I am the friendliest giant you know. And I will say with much elocution my thesis on the probability theory of whatever. I don't know. <clears throat> but come on, man. Oh, I thought Keith Lee was talking. Oh, right? I know. <laughs> Just channeling Keith Lee. Anyway. Stop it. You know, it's funny. Um, uh, when I worked in, in sales, uh, there was this new kid that started. Oh. I don't want to say his name. But uh, he, he was born and raised in, in D.C., and he was black. But he had – like he was – you could tell that he was always going out of his way to properly pronounce all of his words and fully enunciate. I could see why. And, yeah, I, I and I asked him. I'm like, I'm like, so, like, not to say anything, but how come you always speak so proper? He's like, that's just the way I was brought up. And like, I've heard stories of, you know, and right, even even now, there's a story of um, some college. There's a petition going around, or or a group. Trying to get, um, oh, the thing I shared with you. <laughs> yeah, trying trying to get quote unquote white English as n- to be it, to have it not mandated in like official whatever the curriculum or whatever. Yeah, I'm completely blanking because this is off the dome. That's how we live our lives, sir. Yep. So, so like I get it. He was probably taught to speak that way so he always sounds professional mm-hmm. 
And I get it. Yeah, of course you do. Um, so, so I wonder if it's sort of the same reasoning. Where's Keith Lee from? Uh, Keith Le- uh, Lemelanius. Oh, okay. Let me see. <laughs> Wichita Falls, Texas. I could see that then. Because you don't want to come out sounding like a Texan. Well, also, it's like... It's a, it's different. Yeah. Hmm, that's his real name, huh? What is it? Keith, Keith Lee? Lee. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they didn't change it to Lee Keith. Yeah. Uh, also formerly known as Kevin Payne. Here comes the pain! Yeah. His favorite SmackDown game is Here Comes the Pain. He told me. <laughs> Yo, is they going to have to change Brock's music? That was I don't it. know. That's uh, what's that's, that's Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. They'll never change Brock's music. No, nah, they can't. There's some music they just can't change. Brock, Vince, Cena. Yeah, those horns. music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does it. It's a John Cena original. All of them were, except for the yeah. prototype one. I don't even know if he had it. So I, I don't know what his prototype music was. Some generic freaking. Oh yeah. So Dominic and Ray versus Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Oh yeah, well it's longest podcast. Ah. Uh, I. I Man, I, you fool me once. Shame on you. I'm going to go with Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Mm. It's a regular straight-up tag team match, correct? Yeah, right now. Yeah, it's like, why? Why, 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 why should he be able to beat this guy? I'm going, uh, yeah. Take that past me with your stupid idea, you idiot. I'm going to agree. You want to be the champion even? Come on. Seth and Buddy, right? Yeah. Okay. Why do I agree? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're... Just say you're trying to retain the easiest way possible, you fucking... I don't want to pick... Yeah, I don't want to pick Dominic and Ray and lose on that. Yeah, it's like... You can't bet on somebody whose own father doesn't bet on him. But exactly. if you really did bet on him, he'd be like, you don't need my help. You could do this yeah. on your own. We, we wouldn't We wouldn't have seen his mommy come out on the stage. Yeah. Uh, next up, we were just talking about him. Keith Lee. Or is Fast Randy Keith Orton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have a feeling there's going to be some shenanigans. Uh, let's do... Professor Lee, hmm. and I reserve the right to return to this particular match and change it to a more favorable outcome. All Keith Lee needs Thinking. to do is start using the royal Wii. <laughs> That'd be great. 
We as Keith Lee. If thank he ever you, Randy. Be the king of the ring. Be great. He's got the perfect voice for King of the Ring. He does. Just, just got to stop with the squirt. Yeah, that... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like... Someone said it was like Samoa Joe. I'm like, no. No. No, it's not. No. It's not at all. What made it worse is it kind of looked like the jacket he was wearing went into the squirt. Yeah, and that shirt was not flattering at right. all. Just let right. him not wear a shirt. We're all men here. Most of yeah. us, we 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 understand. Who cares? Yeah, like could be worse. He could be Chuck Taylor. Yeah. Chucky. Note to AEW: I want people that more people that look like me, not that are built like me. That's great. I am going to go with Randy Orton. I, I think hear voices in my head. I think Randy saw what Keith Lee is capable of. He is not going to be as surprised this time around. Is Drew dead? No. So you think maybe he shows up? Uh, Maybe. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have a match here. I think it goes back to my point. I'm not talking anymore. Oh, uh, you know, uh, vengeance for his friend. Yeah, apparently they're such good friends. So that one time they saw each other in the Evolve locker room. That one time. That one time. Man, imagine we we could have been at that show. Imagine. I think it was one of those Queens ones. I'm not Probably. traveling for freaking Evolve. Yeah, fuck Queens. Um, there, this it's wrong. There's so many different. There's road, street, court, all in one succession. I hate it. And the avenues go up too high. Why are there? Why do you have over a hundred avenues? Doesn't make any bloody sense. Start using words. Craziness. I, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I guess you don't want to confuse the idiots. No disrespect if you live in Queens. Respect much. I, I I I get confused with Word Street. So. I know. Numbers are easy. Um. So I I think Keith Lee's gonna have a very very good showing, but Orton's just gonna catch it with the RKO. As is, what he does. RKO. And it might be from out of nowhere. I don't know. Where it comes. might see it. Maybe. Maybe he won't even hit one, but he will. Mm, they already did that with Drew. That's true. That they did that with Drew. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the champion. Yeah. Get in my belly. Switching up the order from Wikipedia here for the Women's Tag Team Championships, Bailey and Sasha versus Shayna and Nia. Uh, Are we sure it's going to be Shayna and Nia? I saw an advertisement that was Asuka and Shayna Baszler. Can we make sure it's going to be them two? Because someone shared it in the wrestling group I'm in, but they didn't address it on SmackDown because that was posted before SmackDown, and SmackDown's uh, live. Well, I just refreshed Wikipedia, and they still have it as Shane vs. Nile. Let me check right, so WWE.com. Hold on, let me check WWE.com for the official official. Uh, payback. Sponsored by Hulu. Blah, blah, blah. No, I didn't want to go to the network page. Show me... I'm going to pick oh. uh, Shayna and Nia Jax because that, that would be my prophecy has come true. Shows payback. 
Alright, cool. Let's see. That still has Bailey and Sasha versus uh, Shayna and Naya. Okay. Sounds good. So who you got? I said Shayna and Naya. Oh, okay. My um, yeah, I think that sounds right. For the U.S. Championship, Apollo Crews defending against Bobby Lashley with MVP and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, Lashley. Hmm. This is a tough one. Is it? I think so. Might be. I might be overthinking this, but I think if they give it to Lashley, Apollo is going to get frustrated. He's been using heelish tactics, but still as a face. He stopped using heelish tactics when Heyman left. Hmm. He stomped on... Um, I'm not helping you. <laughs> was it Lashley? He stomped on Lashley's foot. To win to our the, wrestling match, which is smart. Right. I mean, it's not... So you're saying it's a breaking of a the pattern. Rules. Right. It, like, that wasn't breaking the rules, but that wasn't necessarily fair. Well, it's fair at arm wrestling, which I hate when they do that. It's not. It's not it's That's not what you bring in the world's strongest man for? Well, you figure he's qualified to judge an arm wrestling contest. He's probably had a lot of them, being the world's strongest man and all. True. You might be right. You might be wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree here. And go with Lashley. I think it might be time to finally advance this storyline. Because, honestly, what else is Apollo Crews doing? I think if they give it to Lashley, Crews will be commiserating with um, uh, Cedric and Ricochet. Oh, Cedric Ricochet. That was the nickname I came up with. Cedric Ricochet the Entertainer? Yes. And Cedric and Apollo will turn heel and join Oh, really? That's that's a hot take. Hmm. What they do from there, I don't know. Maybe they just take over on the ground. Five of them is kind of a lot. I don't know. And then what I think, I guess, should be the main event. Triple threat match for the Universal Championship. Fiend defending against Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. We already both said Roman, right? Uh, yeah. He told us the answer. Who's going to yeah. win? Why would he lie? Exactly. And you don't bring Heyman in. You don't make a surprise return. And, hey, I haven't been here in six months. Give him a title match. You don't bring a All gun right. to a knife fight. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't do that and not give him the belt. That's going to be wrong. Never lost. Never lost. 
So we have only one disagreement here. We both have Biggie over Sheamus, Riddle over Corbin, Seth and Buddy over Team Mysterio, Roman winning the Universal Championship, Lashley over Cruz, Shayna and Nia over the Golden Role Models. Jer has Keith Lee. I got Randy Orton. He hears voices in his head. All right. Well, that was good luck. Good luck, bro. Good luck trying to make history. Good luck. Now that you're softened up from your SummerSlam victory, I'm going to sneak in and hit you with the Jer K.O. Ironically, you picked Randy Orton anyway, which is weird, mm-hmm. but whatever. Cool. When I slide on, when I climb on top of you. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> and I pin you to the ground. It's the ground, pro- even. It's the prophecy. Oh, yeah, it's the prophecy. When Basement Chair will be draped in gold. Woo! What you gonna do when Jerry runs wild on you? Dig it! Throw it all out there. <laughs> nice. Alright. Well, Rich, I think we've reached the end of this podcast, and I think it's time. It's only fitting that you, the champion, give a championship direction of where all the stuff is as a champion as a true a true champion a great competitor and an okay man well let me tell you something <laughs> book of if you don't know where to find us you can find us on social media on twitter at basement bookers at basement chair at rich there is if you want to email us brother you can email us basementbookers at gmail.com we have an instagram basementbookerspod I forgot something already. Facebook. Basin Bookers. Got a page there. Uh, and if you don't know where to download this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever they call themselves nowadays, if that is their real name. And Jerry's got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. One fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Fall.